The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome on and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host, Don of the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, July 1st, 2021. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and excited because it is July, which means training camp is officially happening this month. Get pumped. We have a very special treat in store for you today here on a very special edition of the Ocho. In case you did not know, ESPN is returning up close. Obviously, a show that many people loved. Uh, Sage Steel is the host of it, up close with Sage Steel. It is available on ESPN Plus and the premiere episode that dropped on Wednesday. So this is now available. You can find it on ESPN Plus features Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. And Dak covers a lot of subjects in this interview with Sage Steel. It's so well done. He opens up about mental health, which is obviously something that Dak has been at the forefront in terms of the discussion around over the course of about the last year, as obviously you are well aware of. But this is just such an important thing and really great to see ESPN highlighting Dak Prescott. And so we wanted to talk to Sage Steele and kind of figure out what went into getting Dak, what it was like interviewing him, you know, what the whole situation was like, et cetera, et cetera. So Sage Steele was kind enough to take some time to talk to us about this episode of Up Close. Uh, so it's something that we think you are really going to enjoy. Make sure to watch the episode again, available on ESPN Plus. You can stream it whenever you'd like. I cannot recommend it enough. ESPN's Sage Steele joins us next, right here on the Ocho. Pleased to be joined now by the one, the only, the legendary, the incomparable, famous all over the world, all over multiple universes from ESPN, the delightful Sage Steele. Sage, thank you so much for taking the time to join us at Blogging the Voice. Thank you, RJ. Really good to see you and to, to virtually meet you. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, very excited to talk to you about this. Um, from the moment I saw your tweet about it that went off um, and really, you know, Cowboys fans have really entered an interesting space when it comes to their quarterback and Dak Prescott. It's obviously been a very interesting last year, uh, just from a football perspective with his contract negotiations and things like that. And obviously Dak has really, I think, endeared himself to not just football fans, but humanity in general with his discussions uh, about mental health, which I know is something that you are incredibly fascinated by. Um, you are the face, you are the host, you are the MC, the all everything when it comes to ESPN's reimagining 
watching of Up Close. And I know that you had Dak Prescott in the premiere episode. First of all, your thoughts, though, on Up Close and the reimagination happening uh, here. I'm really excited about this. Uh, thank you so much. I, I am, too. It's funny because we've been talking about this and just kind of the, the overall idea, vibe behind the show. And we've had weekly meetings really all of 2021. Uh, with producers and the executive producer, Andy Tennant, who's in charge. And we were just like, what's the name of it? Do we go that? And he said, what about up close? The Roy, I was like, are you kidding me? Roy <laughs> Firestone? I mean, what journalist my age-ish <laughs> doesn't know and recognize and appreciate that show and not just what Roy did, but how he did it? Um, immediately, it was case closed. Let's see if we can get this done. And that certainly was a process. To, to bring it back because, you know, there's some legal ramifications with it. You got to get it all approved. And I am just so honored, RJ, honestly. The, I've always, this is the reason why I wanted, wanted to be a sportscaster is to tell the stories of the athletes that we all cover and as fans look up to and admire. Because to me, it's, that's what sport is. is. Yes, your statistics and your numbers and all your accomplishments, but what got you there? Like, who are you? I always wanted to be a, an athlete and realized at a young age, I wasn't gonna be able to run track and field past high school. So to all these people in the Olympics or anything else that we're watching, how do they have the mental toughness to get to this level? And that's what I was in awe of. That's why I wanted to do a show like this. The fact that it's up close um, is perfect. I'm just really honored. No, I think you're uh, the perfect choice for it, if I say so myself. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, when I saw your tweet, I realized that you were the host of it. But um, I heard you on Richard Deitch's podcast a few years ago and, and thought that you would be great for, for something like this, something that explores um, not just the humanitarian side of an athlete, but just kind of digs at deeper things. Everybody obviously um, can take away different perspectives and different thoughts and opinions based on what happens in, in Dak Prescott's case every Sunday. Uh, but but it's, it's certainly worth exploring. And so... How did you land on the decision once you got past the legality of it all to let's talk about Dak Prescott, let's talk to Dak Prescott because he is somebody that is so focused in this space. He was number one on my list. We have a list that, that I created and that the producer chimed in on as well of, of who, who I thought would be the most interesting people who happen to be athletes to, to talk to. And to me, Dak was the number one on my list. I met him years ago. We talked about it on the show actually. Um, Briefly, I met him at the Super Bowl in Houston. He was coming out of the Bruno Mars concert and I was going in. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm gonna introduce myself. And you know, he watches ESPN and we had a really nice chat. And one of the things I said to him was, I admire you so much, how you handle things in adversity, like you inspire me. And you know, he's half my age. And I was like, I, yeah, I, I, I was inspired by him. And I said, promise me one thing. And he's like, what do you want, crazy lady? <laughs> I said, just please don't change because who you are makes a difference. And that's kind of where we, we, we start our show up close because that moment, and he looked at me and he's like, yes, ma'am. And that's the way he was raised, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir. I just love who he is as a human. And then what happened last year with his brother, he lost him to suicide. Uh, and of course the injury, there's just so much to me that I think people need to know. And Dak, he doesn't really open up that much in general, as you know, as a Cowboys fan, right? I mean, he, he kind of keeps to himself and he talks football and he's very inspirational in that way. And he's a great teammate, but um, he went a little bit deeper here. And it was really, I'll, I'll admit this to you, um, you know, listen, it's an editing process. Not every single thing made it onto the show. Um, one thing that did not make it, and I was okay with it making it, it just was a little bit uh, unique. I got emotional 
at one point during this, when he was talking about what happened with his brother, Jace, um, we had to stop down because I, I was so taken aback at how he handles it and handles it today. Um, so again, like that, the human side and Jack was willing to show that. And I am forever grateful, especially since this is the first one, this is, this is a big deal for me and for my, my teammates, um, at ESPN. No, I think that that's, I mean, that's so cool. And it goes all the way back to obviously the Super Bowl in Houston. That was coming off of his rookie season. He was the rookie of the year that year. Um, and he is, he's, I think everybody that's followed him over the course of the last five years has realized he is this really special person. Um, after he was drafted by the Cowboys and, you know, every player that's drafted, obviously, as you know, gets some, some level of pomp and circumstance from their alma mater. But I remember there was this, and I've watched it several, I've watched it several times since then. There's this, this video that the Mississippi state athletics department put together. Uh, and it was all these people just, I mean, throughout the community. Um, I mean, I don't know who they were, but different teachers and boosters and uh, you know, one of the local reporters that I had obviously covered him and all these people a a little boy talking about how special he was and how he elevated them and and took them to number one in the country obviously an achievement on the field and how they mourned with him after the passing of his mother and how he really kind of connected to them and you know every every year every Cowboys fan every whatever fan when players are drafted they they have a high level of optimism and hope for that player in their team but it was really apparent that that there was something special about him and the way that he connected with people and so I mean I, I think it's fascinating for you to explore something so intimate and something so tragic for him. Um, obviously in, in the name of discovery and in the name of promotion of mental health, which is something he's obviously a huge ab- advocate for. Um, I, I think it, it's a great, obviously first episode. I'm, I'm obviously incredibly biased, uh, but, but what else do you have coming, you know, down the bend? Because I think this is a, a great, you know, thing to do, obviously. Um, but Dak Prescott's not the only guest that you'll have this season. For sure, which I cannot reveal what's next. Sure, I'm just, you know, general general ideas that we can look forward to, general themes. Oh, I have a list of of names that you might, you'd probably be able to guess some of the names that are on my list that that we're working on. Um, You know, it was interesting because it's acting the first one, you know, it's happening in the middle of, of, you know, COVID and and we're still learning how to travel and do all these things with it. And I was like, we have got to do this in in any way to, to do it safely, of course. Because these are the kind of topics that, to me, you need this. You need to be in person. As much as we are thankful for the technology that has gotten us through the last year and a half for certain conversations, I believe you must be face-to-face. And um, so that's what I'm, I'm going to continue to push for and, and to go on the road to people's homes or their jobs, um, wherever it may be. And you'll see some more coming up here in the future. But also just when you're, when you're in someone else's space, and their territory, I think that they're more comfortable and are more willing to open up. You know, my goal with this is not to have interviews, is to interview people. I do that every day on Sports Center. That's very different. My goal is to have a conversation um, with each one of these athletes, people who happen to be athletes. And in order to do that, they have to be quite comfortable, you know. And you know, I, I've met Dak a couple of times. We we sat down at the Super Bowl in Miami you know, a year and a half ago right. as well. And that's kind of where we really gained our, our true connection. Um, and, you know, I just reached out to him um, and we, you know, DM on social media. Sometimes I reached out and, and said, Hey, can I talk to you? And he was nice enough to, to say, yeah, sure. What's up. And I explained to him my vision because this is right after he got the contract Sure. and everybody wanted to talk to him. You know what I mean? And I said, this isn't necessarily about the contract and the money. I mean, that's what, that'll be a topic because of just from where he came. Sure. Um, but this is about, about you. 
the person and human. And I knew how much his faith meant to him. And that's something that, that, uh, that you'll, you'll see in the piece where he can discuss that and, and how that has helped him get through sometimes. But honestly, I, I cannot imagine. That's why it was such an emotional conversation that we had for me. Yeah, he's obviously spoken so much about faith and how it's the, the word that his late mother assigned to him. And she had the three for he and his two brothers. And I mean, they're such an easy family to root for. And, and he's an easy person to kind of rally around. We, we, we talk all the time at Blogging the Boys, how he is this kind of if, if you could if you could dream up a player to kind of be the center of your favorite team. Oh uh, I mean, is that is that the sense that you I mean, because as, as you know, there are still some people, some detractors, some uh, whether you want to call oh. them non-believers, whatever. But I mean, it, it is so different. You know, early on in his career people used to talk about his leadership and how how it was such a prevalent thing and people used to wonder like well what does that mean how do you quantify that and I think in, in terms of football we saw that a lot last season with the Cowboys kind of imploding down the stretch uh, but it is so clear how he is such a foundational piece for for like any relationship that he's a part of if that makes sense absolutely I mean listen I have two teenage daughters I'm like huh can I clone you how much would it cost <laughs> because the, I honestly Dak Prescott is the, is the kind of young man that you would love your daughters to bring home because of who he is as a person and how kind he is and genuine. Um, it's really, it's really incredible. And that, that's the thing you're going to, you're always going to have your naysayers and your detractors. And one thing that we discussed privately a couple of months ago was because I said, you know, I was like, how, how do you handle it? Because, you know, I think many of us in the public spotlight have dealt with it. I've certainly dealt with my detractors and still do on a daily basis. If I decide to read social media that day, I'm like, how do you, how do you get by? How do, how do you get past that? And he says, one of the, one of the most, um, what was the word he used? I, I'm not going to, I'm going to botch it. But basically one of the most satisfying things is when you can get to the point where you don't care what other people think. And it's so liberating and I'm almost there, RJ, like I'm almost there. But so Dak is teaching me. So when you can, not that you don't care about others' opinions and stuff, but, but if people are gonna, you know, kind of spew hatred or, or, or not look at the whole big picture and look at you as a human, then that's on you to determine how much you wanna let them get in your, into your psyche and his mental toughness and strength is, is incredible. Again, I don't care what he does for the rest of his career. To me, he is the type of human that um, many of us can learn so many valuable, valuable lessons from. He's, he's really special. And that, so that's the kind of person, male or female, that I really want to continue to talk to um, and to have these conversations with on, on up close. Honestly, this is what, this is why I'm a sports fan. Again, I said at the beginning, just because of the type of, type of people. And this brings in people of all demographics, right? What he was willing to talk about, we put it out in one of our excerpts last month, mm-hmm. um, the mental health that resonated with, with people. I knew a couple mothers in my town that had never heard of him, never heard of him. They're not sports fans, but saw the clip. And all of a sudden, I mean, there's this connection. You probably have some more Cowboys fans because he had the courage to come out. Um, and so that is what makes a difference. That's the lasting impression. That's what people will remember you for is what Dak and I discussed, not necessarily, you know, how many yards or touchdowns you threw for in the 2020 season. Right. Um, just think they're so much more important than sport. It's about life. And that's why I'm beyond thrilled to, to, to do this show with honestly the best team that the team that I have is really teaching me a lot too. Totally. I think that's really well said. My last one for you, Sage, is, is a bit of a big one or maybe a bit. I think it's, it's too big of an explanation for you to you know condense in our okay. conversation, but, uh, but maybe you can try. Um, you talked about the how to there. 
I'm so fascinated. Obviously, you interview so many people on SportsCenter, as you mentioned. Those are different settings sometimes. Sometimes it's players coming off of extreme highs. Sometimes it's post-game. And there's a clear objective, right? Like, there's a, what happened. Tell me, you know, how was that moment? How was that goal? How was whatever? Uh, and then it's kind of check out, right? It's a couple minutes, and then we move on, throw to commercial. This is a really intimate thing. And the idea of up close in general is, and you talked about, obviously, the fostering of your relationship with Dak, becoming friends, and, and building that level of trust to where, you know, you could reach out to him after the contract even and, you know, earn his trust to, to do this. And that's a really cool thing. I'm curious about the actual day of shooting or days of shooting, because you can't just show up to wherever and like, okay, let's, let's be vulnerable, right? Like, let's just, you know, let's let it all hang out. Let's, let's turn on some Alanis Morissette and, and just kind of, you know, have a good cry. Um, like, what is that process? Do you, do you go to lunch? Do you, do you just start talking? Do you just turn the cameras on and start talking? Like, how do you get to that place? Uh, and and I, this sounds, you know, this sounds crass, but to make a television show out of it, which is what you're doing, because you have to get to that point. But it's 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 not something you can just flip a switch and turn on with your your subjects. Yeah, it's, that's a great point. And um, it's it's definitely much more difficult, you know, because you have a certain time frame and with these athletes. I mean, I had a full hour with Dak and he, and he stayed a little longer. We really were, were into the conversation, um, but they're on a tight schedule. And so you can't sit there and have your cup of coffee or your glass of wine or whatever like you love to do to loosen everybody up, right? Um, but he was coming from a workout and then he was coming to talk to me and then he had to sprint out um, out near his house and he was just throwing with some of the receivers because you couldn't do it on property, you know? And so he's like, got to go. And, and in the middle of the interview, a couple of times, um, the phone rang and it was some of some of the receivers, some of the Cowboys receivers like, where are you at? Where are you? He's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. So I feel this pressure to hurry um, not from him, just the sure. situation. And, but, but if we're going to go there with certain topics, we can't hurry through it. And as much as it's in a comfortable environment, we did this at Cowboys headquarters in Frisco. Um, it's still, you know, four cameras and lights right. and a whole team of people. And so it still feels somewhat impersonal because that's what television is. Um, so it's not easy. I will say I'd much rather this challenge. I prefer this challenge. Um, then trying to incorporate, you know, a bunch of different topics in a three and a half minute interview on sports, <laughs> Center, which I love because that's a different challenge. And I love a challenge. Um, but you can't, you have to make split second decisions there where you can't follow up on something if you need to make sure you get to the other topic. And I quite often leave those um, discussions or interviews on sports are like, oh, I wish I could have asked about this or that. So this is very different in that way. Like I said, the emotions that I, um, that I had with some of his answers. Um, and I, and I was able to, to be myself, which I think Dak appreciates as well, because he, we can look like robots as well, right. As hosts. Mm -hmm. And so for, I think these guys and gals to be able to see my personal side, um, and vulnerable side, which is the whole reason why I wanted to, to do this is to show that it's okay for us to be ourselves, even if it isn't pretty, even if I, I cry ugly, or the guy cries ugly, it doesn't matter. Um, so it's certainly a challenge. And then at the end of the day, you just have to hope that your style um, brings people together with you and makes them comfortable. And I think that that's um, how Dak felt, I hope so. We've had some really nice discussions just via text since then. He was thrilled with a couple of excerpts. So, you know, I'm, I cannot wait to hear from him about what he thinks about this. The Cowboys and Dak have been really supportive of this. And, and so I need to, um, 
I, I need to just continue to grow because I've been in this business for 25 years. And yes, I'm aging myself. I graduated from college in 1995. My Lord, I'm old, but I am still growing so much every day on TV. And in particular with Up Close, this is just the first one, hopefully the first of many. Um, but it is an art as Roy Firestone did so well to um, have a true conversation with somebody, but still make sure that you touch on all these different topics and do it in a sensitive manner, especially when you're talking about such personal um, topics. Um, so it's a, it's a learning process that I'm really thankful to be in, to be given the opportunity. And here we go. Let's, let's let everybody know who these men and women are as people, the human aspect to me, especially in today's society, that is everything to me, so much more than the highlights. Uh, I think that's incredibly well said, Sage, and really looking forward to so many people watching this and to where Up Close continues to go. Uh, I mean, your ambition is is well documented and your success is well documented. And so I'm sure Up Close in this reimagined form, reimagined, reimagination, whatever, reimagined uh, re yeah. form uh, is going to be incredible. I want to let me know, text me and let me let me know what you think, because you have a different perspective as a as a diehard Cowboys fan. So um I look forward to to maybe a couple of you Cowboys fans out there will learn a little something extra about Dak Prescott through this this show. Sure. And about Sage. I mean, again, because these are emotional things. And like I said, you know, glass of wine, Alanis Morissette, whatever it is that puts you in, in the mood to share, you know, um, as, as long as we can all learn and grow from it. That's the thing. This is the, this is the first show. And we've learned so much. And it's going to be things that change along the way. Like, this is such a process. So I'm excited to see the difference a year from now. Um, just how we've grown and, and I've grown, you know, a little more comfortable doing certain things and letting myself go. Right. Um, without we're like, uh Oh, should we edit that out? <laughs> you know, she, she had snot coming out of her nose there because, but, but like at this age, RJ, honestly, I don't even care what, what, whatever, whatever is genuine. That's, I think what we need more of in America is <laughs> just people being themselves. So I want to know what you think. I will. Um, let's root for genuineness, um, honesty, transparency, vulnerability, all good things in the name of all of us growing emotionally. Uh, Sage, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about Up Close and your conversation with Dak Prescott. Really looking forward to many people seeing it. Uh, looking forward to continue seeing Up Close, continue to prosper, and uh, hope you have a great day because you deserve it. Just, just have the best day ever. Thank you. Thank you so much. And good luck to your Cowboys and Dak this season. <laughs> it will be very exciting to watch. Thank you.